0: I tell you what, sisters and brothers in Christ, the readings today begin with powerful imagery about being attacked by forces of the world in the letter to the Hebrews where the writer says, what more shall I say? I have no time to tell you about Gideon or David or Samuel. He lists several very important people in Old Testament and then look what he says to you and me. By faith they conquered kingdoms, did what was righteous, and obtained the promises. Do you conquer kingdoms by faith? Do you act righteously following the commands of the Lord so that you can sing the praises having obtained the promises? The list of what these Old Testament brothers and sisters in the faith with us have done by keeping the commandments of God Include things like closing the the mouths of lions and putting out raging fires and escaping the devouring sword. Sisters and brothers, out of their weakness, they were made powerful. Are you being made powerful in your weakness? Are you kneeling down before the Lord with the things that may be tormenting you or affecting you in ways that provide gigantic obstacles, and you are laying down the battle and become strong in the Lord. These are the words for today. The people that have followed the Lord have endured the following things in this letter. They've been mocked, scourged, chained, imprisoned, stoned, sawed in two, put to death at sword point. They went about in skins of sheep. They were needy, afflicted, tormented. The world was not worthy of them. Perhaps you're in a place like that right now. You are feeling tortured. You are feeling scourged by difficulties in life, by someone's sake, by no job, by the exhaustion of mental fatigue and isolation of the lockdown. Perhaps these are the feelings that you have Lay down your battle before the Lord And we can do that always well in this podcast. We want to learn how to pray, how to go through these these emotions that we are feeling, and knowing how to lay them down. Emotions I read today in my Bible study for the armor of God with my sisters in forward that they have no intellect. And so, as we talk about our emotions, let us feel them, let us touch them, let us name them. That is emotional intelligence. We acknowledge them because they give us signals for where we are and what is happening in our inner world. They're wonderful companions, but they're not good as guidance counselors. Our emotions are there just to signal something that is needing attention, something that is needing our intellect, to be brought to bear so that they can be guided in psalm 31 we read on verse 25 let your hearts take comfort all who hope in the lord how do we take comfort if we're feeling any of these feelings any of these actions that are potentially harmful happening around us in our own hearts. How do we do that? How do we lay down all of these things before the Lord? How do we take heart and comfort in the Lord? We begin by acknowledging what this psalm tells us. How great is the goodness of the Lord which you have in store for those who fear you we know the minute we lay down our concerns and our fears before the altar of the Lord and acknowledge his goodness we are already in the presence of the solution that is needed for us towards those who take refuge in you says the psalm you show in the sight of the children of man your goodness let us place ourselves in that presence The psalm continue, you hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plottings of men. You screen them within your abode from the strife of tongues. All of these people we see in the Old Testament reading, in the the Hebrews reading about the Old Testament, they all knew how to take shelter in the Lord. They knew that even when they were accused, where they were pursued or persecuted or tormented in some way, they knew how to take refuge in the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, whose wondrous mercy has shown me in a fortified city. God becomes our fortified city. Let us then take comfort in the Lord. In the Gospel for today on Mark 5, we have 20 verses and we find Jesus coming to the other side of the sea to a a region called Gerasenes. And there's differences in understanding what it is, but there's a region there called the Decapolis that has 10 cities that is mentioned And when he gets out of the boat, we see a daunting image, a man who's been dwelling amongst tombs, separated from his cities and from society. No one could restrain him. He hits himself. He has chains. He is out in a place of shackles. And Jesus is looking at him, a man that is tortured and tormented. This image can actually mean some of the things that perhaps we're feeling inside of ourselves. Perhaps we have thoughts and feelings that torture us, stories in our lives that do not work. And we need to find our way to cut down and destroy that chain that connects us to the past and keeps us in a story that has no light. Perhaps we're internally like This man who dwells amongst the tombs. Perhaps we have a story with our family, with our spouse, with our children, with our co workers that reminds us of this feeling of being an outcast. And what does this outcast do? He catches sight of Jesus. Let us cast our eyes in that direction, brothers and sisters. And he runs. He doesn't What well, He runs and prostrates himself before him. He does what Psalm 31 tells us, finds refuge in the presence of the Lord, lays down all the concerns before the altar, and then he cries out in a loud voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. When we place ourselves in the presence of the Lord, all the things that are inside of us, trying to find a way to defeat us, Our old thoughts, our brains work that way. Our brains are this two-million-year-old organ that is fantastic, but it works by generalizing, by deleting, by finding the things that are wrong. That is how it's made us survive over years. But how do we then place ourselves in the presence of the Lord and say, Father, Lord, take over? Jesus asks, what is your name? And the name is legion. There are many of us. And don't we have many thoughts and feelings inside of us that punish us and chastise us? I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. There is not enough. No one has time for me. You fill in the blanks. I am not beautiful. I am not smart enough. We have all of these voices inside of our heads that we have to find a way to quiet. He pleads. This man pleads With Jesus, and Jesus allows the unclean spirits to leave. He allows us, when we place ourselves in His presence, to find our way back to wholeness. So let us go to the throne and say, Father Almighty, you who hear in our midst our needs, you who know the things that torment us, that hurt us, that haunt us. Send your holy angels, Father, and we plead the blood of Jesus to be the hedge of protection against all the thoughts that are not aligned with you, Father, all the feelings that are not aligned with you. Allow us to take a step into the light, to prostrate ourselves in front of Jesus, who is the Lord of Lords, he is the Lord of hosts, and he is the Lord of our hearts. Come into our hearts, Lord, and reign supreme. Let all the things that are not of you depart, so that we may dwell with the Most High. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the Inner Room Emotions in the Bible, and we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments.